Does your vision for business match what you see happening on a daily basis? Welcome to Jim White's Circle of Success, where Jim White brings it all together. For over 30 years, Jim White has worked with organizations and individuals worldwide to help develop and implement excellence. You'll get the inside story on how to create innovative leaders from one corner of your company to the other. Get everyone on your team contributing to the bottom line. Keep building revenue even when the economy and your customers have flatlined. And more. Jim White's Circle of Success Radio covers it all, from communication to contract negotiation, from personal fulfillment to revving up cash flow. It's not about theories. It's about showing you what works and how to make it work for you. And now, here's your host, Jim White. Thank you, David, and good morning, everybody, and welcome to the show. We have a fantastic show for you today, and we're going to be talking to David Drake. And David is no stranger to our radio show or our television show. David is an early-stage equity expert and the founder and chairman of LDJ Capital. It's a New York-based city family office and the Soho Law Media Group, the voice of capital formation. A global financial media company with three divisions, Victoria Global Corporate Communication, Times Impact Publication, and the Soho Law Conferences with over 200 and counting annual global summits and talks on finance and investments. Mr. Drake has been involved in technology and media telecom and impact investment for more than 20 years. He is an advocate of innovative invested in early stage equity, capital formation policies, and developments globally. In the U.S. Jobs Act, which he lobbied for both in Congress and the EU Commission. Because of his leading work in this space, he was a U.S. Commerce Department delegate to the EU Commission in Brussels and Rome in July of 2012 and was invited in May of 2013 to the White House Champions of Change Ceremony in Washington, D.C. His investment, the Soho Loft Group, produces and sponsors 200-plus global conferences annually, and his articles are syndicated in more than 100 publications. One such event was in April 2013 for the institutional media leader, Thompson Reuters, with speakers from NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange, KKR, and the Carlisle Group. He advances financial innovation through his work as an international speaker and writer for major publications like Wall Street Journal, Forbes, and Thompson Reuters. He is the co-author of books, Planet Entrepreneur, Crowdfunded, and Other Animals, Investors of Italy, and is the author of the upcoming books, Crowdfund Economics, and The Spice of Crowdfunding. Previously, Mr. Drake, has acted as general partners in fund of funds, realty funds, venture capital funds, seed funds, and hedge funds. Mr. Drake holds holdings have media partnership with European Business Angel Network and the Angel Capital Association of North America. He sits on four angel networks and has co-founded two angel networks. His focus today is to take on board advisory positions at companies, angel networks, and venture funds and to guide them on topics such as international regulation, corporate strategy, and fund structures, with emphasis on growing trend of online investment automation for retail and angel investors. Excuse me. Privately, David had hosted the Harvard Business Club of New York at his home, produced Carnegie Hall concerts, and raised funds for charities, trailblazers, and best buddies Carnegie Hall for many years. Today, he is a board director of the UBS Charity of the Year, London-based Archives Global, and is co-chair of the Tree Kangaroo Foundation in New York. Born in Sweden and fluent in six languages, David has an MBA in finance and an MA in international law and economics from George Washington University, where he was awarded the Wallenberg Scholar for Academic Merit. David? Welcome to the show, David. Welcome back, I should say. Oh, Jim, thank you for having me back. It's, I've been very inspirational to follow your radio show, so thanks to have me. 
You're welcome. I tell you, what an impressive background, my friend, as I was uh, sharing and happy to do. you. Uh, when do you sleep? Well, now I'm getting a little more sleep, but most of the time <laughs> I'm too excited to sleep. There's so many fun things to do. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about there, there's so much in this crowdfunding arena, and as I said in the introduction, uh, uh, you have been a uh, early pioneer uh, in this initiative in the Jobs Act, and uh, as you know, that's how we met some three years ago. And we've done several shows, both radios and television. And uh, I like to refer to the crowdfunding in a, in a fun, loving way as the wild west of crowdfunding. There's so much that's going on in that space yeah. today. And uh, like I said, you've been on the forefront, not only in the United States, but globally. So if you will, let's just take time in this first segment and, uh, uh, and, and just kind of bring people, just get us centered again. Uh, what's some of the trends that uh, you've been writing for for Forbes and Wall Street Journal recently? So it's just, uh, it's just to set some foundation here, and then we'll move into the next segment about uh, the real estate investing and different conferences you got coming up. So, uh, so what's some of the mega trends that you've been reporting in Forbes and Wall Street Journal? Well, you know, uh, right now we're seeing in the crowdfunding industry. Uh, a new movement in the real estate space. And that's what a lot of mm -hmm. our conferences is with, with family offices and high net worth individuals, and even institutional investors attending to her, hear about how technology is facilitating the transactions of real estate. Yes, they call it real estate for crowdfunding, but that's not quite fair. It's a misnomer kind of because non-accredited, which means poor people who don't earn at least $20,000 a year in salary, are not allowed to be solicited and to invest. So it's really a regular transaction under SEC FINRA has been going on for decades, but they're using the word crowdfunding to automate the transaction online. And it makes sense. You know, technology is so quick today. Uh, instead of FedExing paperwork to a lawyer and lose a couple of days and they have to review it and redline and send it back, it's all being automated online. And it's um, taking off like uh, wildfire right now. We, um, I'm on the board of a company called Time Realty News. They're the main mm -hmm. sponsor of our events. And um, mm -hmm. we just finished a report that shows that over $517 million out of the top 12 crowdfunding platforms in North America in real estate, uh, it, they put in $517 million the last couple of years. And that's just the cash component that they put into deals. With the debt included uh, and the full value of the real estate, we're seeing over $1.2 billion have been affected by real estate crowdfunding platforms. And that's just the top 12 out of 50 that, that Time Realty News is tracking. So what's happening now on the mega trend is, oh, real estate is the biggest asset in the world. I mean, there's $40 trillion worth of real estate just in the U.S., and every single building, every single land plot, every single agricultural platform will eventually start looking at crowdfunding because it makes perfect sense. The whole transaction is being put online, and we're seeing the laws become a little more lax, allowing this to happen online. So we're tracking everybody, and they've all spoken at our conferences, and it's a very fascinating space. And just like in other industries like debts for crowdfunding, Lending Club and Prosper, after a couple of years of them operating, institutions started sniffing around. <clears throat> and we're looking at institutions starting to sniff around here within the next six to 12 months. One company, Fundrise, just got $31 million a month ago, and that wasn't to buy real estate. They got $31 million from uh, family office, Ackman Ziff from New York, but also from Silverstein, who owned the Twin Towers, and a Chinese mm -hmm. company called Renren. Renren, and they all put in $31 million bucks into this company, giving them a hundred plus uh, valuation, hundred million dollar valuation, just to open up more offices, not to buy real estate, because the platform does the matching of real estate. So that triggered us to see that wow, the big boys are coming in with some big money for these small companies, and they're starting to grab them. So we're going to see a lot of more more of these things happening with the venture capitalists and the big families saying, well. 
you know, yeah, we should look for investors elsewhere. If this technology allows us to find them elsewhere, absolutely. And uh, some of the family offices, some of them have, you know, billions of dollars in real estate. And some of them are jumping in now and saying, you know what? I don't care that I might not get all the money for my property. But what I do get is I find people on the East Coast, because I'm in the West Coast, or another country who will give me ten to $20,000 online. That means they might be worth ten to $100 million. And I just need to pick up the phone and build a relationship. So a lot of these groups are doing it also to build relationship with future investors that can cut big checks. And they realize they can capture and find them online. So there's a lot of different synergies and uh, details coming into this. You know, we're doing an event in San Francisco. It's a complete real estate crowdfunding week. Uh, we're going to have you uh, hopefully come and join us for that one. And we're doing a super angel week in August 2014 where we have four angel networks and people flying in from all over the world. And we're going to be talking about this mega trend of real estate taking off. And it hasn't really taken off, but, you know, when I spoke to Fundrise, they weren't even really actively looking for money. The money came knocking on their door. Hmm. And, you know, hmm. you got several groups like Ground Floor and Groundbreaker and Real, uh, Real Shares and Realty Mogul and iFunding. And these are companies mm -hmm. that are top 10 in North America today. And yet again, you know, Jim, you know, they're just barely scratching the surface because mm -hmm. the real estate industry is just so gigantic. So, yes, it is very exciting because we're at the mm -hmm. frontier, at the, right at the edge, pushing the envelope and saying, yes, it is possible to do this online. And we're going to be compliant and law-abiding, and we're going to pull it off. So that's very fascinating mm -hmm. because, you know, we're still talking to SCFIN on a regular basis to make sure that there's mm -hmm. no turn of – uh, surprises coming out that suddenly you're not allowed to do certain things anymore. So we've seen a mm -hmm. huge uh, opportunity in that space. And I think we're probably a year away from uh, the general market being aware of this. Um, now, did you want me to cover something else, Jim? No. I, I want to drill down on a couple of things here before we go to our first break, which is at uh, half past the hour here today. But what I'd like to do, uh, I have a lot of questions that's already come in before the show because we we knew that our database in particular was very interested in this uh, subject matter. So uh, what I'd like for you to do is to address uh, portion of the Jobs Act, uh, and I know this is a little bit off topic, so bear with me for for a little bit. But when in September was it September 2013 is when the SEC and correct me on my language here. I'm, I'm going to the point where the uh, open solicitation, and you'd already made mention to accredited and non-accredited. Uh, we have people in our marketplaces versus. How do I get on board here? I go, you know, I, I use my favorite search, Google, and I have all these thousand places. So people are confused, and you as one of the pioneers, what can you say to people today so they can understand the difference between the social uh, crowdfunded, uh, people getting money, giving them T-shirts versus equities? that question make sense to you? Yes, and let me clarify that a little bit, Jim. Okay. Uh, September 23, 2013, part of the Jobs Act came, well, there were seven parts. One of them came through, and it allows for advertising when you do private offering. When you do private mm -hmm. offering, you have to fulfill exemptions to be allowed to do those offerings with SEC. That mm -hmm. some eight years changed, and you're allowed to apply for an exemption, which allows you to advertise that you're looking for money. And mm -hmm. that has uh, is slowly taking off, but it's still complicated mm -hmm. because um, FINRA, which is the police officer of SEC, is still right. hammering out what's allowed and what's not. Because we're in a new era. We have an Internet era where things are happening uh, online that wasn't possible in 1933 and 34 when these acts was created. Mm -hmm. The Internet didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So um, that's mm -hmm. one portion. But to clarify also what's happening with Kickstarter, where you give money and get a gadget, Right. It's, it's, it should right. just look at it like this. If it has to do with stock or bonds, then it falls under SEC and FINRA regulation and their uh, territory. And consequently, you have to stick to the law. 
Kickstarter, it's a gift and you get something back. There's no stock involved. They don't have a problem with this. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, and then the charities, you give money to charity, that's considered crowdfunding too. So the simple thing is when it has to do with stock and you're giving stock and uh, shares, then you have to be compliant. It becomes complicated. I would probably recommend people to go to Times Realty News and read articles. Okay. You'll start seeing what's happening in big way on the real estate side. And the real estate side has surpassed the equity side for crowdfunding long time ago. Okay. Uh, equity has only okay. been a few million dollars in North America for crowdfunding, but crowdfunding for mm-hmm. real estate, which is operating the same way, that's already done $2 billion. And the numbers are mm-hmm. staggering, and they're quiet, because a lot of these platforms, mm-hmm. they don't need more people coming to the platform. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just struggling mm-hmm. with the overflow of people applying already. So, yes, I would mm-hmm. recommend people come I'm thrilled to news, and a new world will open up to tell them what's happening globally. That's, that's okay. great. Times Realty News. Yeah, you did. They very, very good clarification. Uh, TimesRealtyNews.com. Uh, we got to get a quick break in. Uh, we'll be back in one minute with Mr. David Drake. If you love wine and winemaking, you're invited to a weekend celebration of food, wine, music, and very interesting people at the new offices of D.E. Fleming Luxury Wines. Hello, I am Jim White. After 20 years of making wine, This segment is brought to you by Circle of Success, a dynamic, year-long, intensive management and leadership development process designed to help individuals and organizations reach their goals quickly. A customized process addressing specific needs and identifying the critical opportunities particular to the individual and organization with results measured in increased revenue, increased net profits, and increased equity. The Circle of Success, inspiring excellence in people at jlwhiteinternational.com slash circles. We're back with Mr. David Drake, and uh, I have an intern on the board here this morning, so we're actually promoting an event that had already been done. So when you do that type of thing, you just own up to it and move on. So so all's good. (laughs) Just call it the way it is. (laughs) It's great to promote a past event, but anyway, we got that plug in. David, uh, great clarification. I'd like to is talk about the event that you're doing next week and also is talk about how people can get access to that event and uh, what, why should they attend? How is that? Uh, what, what are you doing next week in San Francisco? And, yes, I will be there Wednesday afternoon. Wonderful. I look forward to having you. We're doing the Global Crowdfunding for Real Estate Week in San Francisco. And uh, we have uh, secured a couple of penthouses in San Francisco with the rooftop access mm-hmm. to entertain investors and family offices throughout the week. Mm-hmm. But on Friday next week, the 18th of July, we're having a full-day event at Draper University in San Mateo. Uh, Tim Draper mm-hmm. spoke last time at our event, which was sold out. And uh, his venture capital firm, the DFJ, is backing this event with us. We are also mm-hmm. bringing people and flying them in from all over the U.S. to talk about what's happening on their platforms and how they're different. So the people at the conference uh, will be developers and investors. Real estate developers realizing they can raise more money and developers, and then the third group are going to be the panelists, which are the top 20 crowdfunding for real estate platforms in North America, getting together and kind of explaining how they're different what kind of investment strategy they have, and who should be going to them, and who should be submitting their real estate for them to help them raise money. So if you really want to have a crash course on what's happening on the frontier of this, where real estate is hitting online, this is the place to be. We'll have a follow-up panel in New York August uh, 7th, but a full-day event will be in uh, in San Mateo at Draper University. Now, you know... uh, so, yes, once again, who should come? Well, developers and family offices. Family offices, obviously, because they own mm-hmm. it already, and they're looking for alternative ways mm-hmm. of, you know, expanding that, uh, as well as anybody who's considering launching their own platform. And when it comes to launching somebody their own platform, then I usually ask people to reach out to me. 
and um, that's probably the best way for me to guide them and let them know to get get an overview of the whole industry. And it's a tiny industry. So the beautiful thing is, you know, we have clients that are just launched platforms, and there's really no competition. I mean, this is the biggest asset group in the world, $40 trillion just in the U.S. So if somebody wants to launch a site, it's fairly little competition to be recognized. And obviously mm-hmm. our conferences are done a couple hundred times a year only for investors. So uh, when we put people on a panel, they kind of become uh, one of the leading platforms in North America because there are not that many today. But they're doing really well. I mean, you know, uh, <clears throat> Fundrise has been around for four years. Realty Mobile is the second runner-up, doing really, really well out of L.A. Jillian Hellman there has been able to raise a lot of money. And... Uh, a lot of people getting exits. They're buying notes and they're buying real estate and they're selling them within six to 12 months. So some platforms, they go in and out. So you see cash flow and you see dividends ongoing. Some other platforms, they'll say, hey, I want to do development, which means there's not going to be any dividends for the next couple of years, but it'll be a big payout when the development is done. And it's been a real estate uh, platform done. There was one deal for a hotel, which was very exciting. Um, <clears throat> called um, um, uh, Hard Rock, which was mm-hmm. Orange County. I think it was done. So you'll hear about the deals that have been done, uh, the challenges, how people have been compliant, and also see which technologies are out there. So, you know, people who want to have their own platform might not have to pay $150,000, but can get away leasing it and get started early mm-hmm. on. So those aspects of the business will be there as well. But then there's also, you know, how do you stay compliant? Who's doing the back? How do you automate that? So there will be some service providers there, but most people will be investors. And it's a very small group of people coming, so you will mm-hmm. be assured that whoever you turn to will be somebody wealthy who's a real player in the industry. I mean, Thompson Reuters' personal family office usually speaks at our events, and they're coming. And Mercedes has a representative from family office coming. So... Those are usually, you know, $200 to billion family offices. They're fascinating by mm-hmm. the space because they have a lot of holdings in real estate. And obviously mm-hmm. the cocktails we do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Penthouse in San Francisco that you can attend, people can mm-hmm. attend those too. But, you know, they're more intimate, they're very, they're very small, and, uh, you know, the creme de la creme usually attend those things between 5 to 15 people. So there are ways to interact with the money in a more intimate way. Um, <clears throat> I hope that helps a little bit, but we're fascinated by it, the real estate aspect of this. Yeah, it, it does, David. And uh, what we will do, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll get a link on the website uh, after the show. So if you're interested in that, so you can go to the, uh, the website and uh, uh uh, see what David is doing and the opportunity to register there as well. You had mentioned earlier that if people was interested in setting up a platform to contact you, David, how do they do that? How can they contact you? Because I know you are, you're traveling email, all yeah, around the globe. Should, they should email me, david at victoriaglobal.co. So that's victoriaglobal.co, and that's probably the easiest way for them to reach me. Okay, and uh, specifically, uh, you could uh, counsel, coach, consult on how to set up a platform if you are looking to say, I got this uh, real estate project I want to do, so you could uh, take them from step one to the final end stages of setting up a platform and managing all of that. Right, and let me outline that. Look, we don't have our own platform. We are a financial media conglomerate globally. So we don't have bias per se because we're pushing our own thing, not at all. We track 100 crowdfunding real estate platforms in the world. We look at the technology. We we track their success. We track how much they're closing. We track their strategies. And we also track, you know, what kind of PR media articles and – thought leadership they might need to stand out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> that's the interesting part here. Historically, you, you, race, you, you stress out trying to raise the money from a couple of people to buy a property. 
at the same time, mm-hmm. trying not to lose the deal. That's how real estate throughout history has been done. It's a pike until you get the property. Only then, after you buy the property and lock it in and got the money, do you start thinking about PR marketing and offering subdivisions of that property to buyers. This internet phenomena of being able to do these things online have changed that for the first time in history. So PR, marketing, branding, exposure, a voice to the people who want to do this becomes important before the spike of raising the money. And that shift from after to before of the PR marketing and branding that we are focused on, that's exactly where we want to be, vertically integrated. So when people talk mm-hmm. with us, they start realizing it's not enough that they just go somewhere and put up a property. Not at all. You have to have a voice. And you have to have distribution to reach people, and you have to interact with them. And there has to be a physical part too. You know, the bigger investors are probably going to invest a big chunk of money online before they meet you. The smaller who's done this regularly still going to want to see you on panels right. in the news. Right. And make sure that, right. you know, they're investing in something that has brand recognition as a recognized elsewhere of existing. So that shift in media becomes extremely important for us. And, you know, we're currently looking for partnerships all over the world to carry some of our event brands to their local markets. So, you know, the conferences are run under the Soho Loft, the SohoLoft.com, and we have all our conferences mm-hmm. listed there. But we're also talking to local partners in Europe, in the Middle East, in Asia, and allowing them to franchise the Soho Loft brand, and we can pack an event mm-hmm. in their city, no matter where in the world it is, because of our global reach. So that might be something else for the listeners who are paying attention to this, that it's a way for you to reach out to me at david at victoriaglobal.co, and there might be a fit for your local market, even in the U.S. You know, I wouldn't mind hearing from people there are in, you know, Georgia or in Tennessee or Kansas or Kentucky, it doesn't really matter where mm-hmm. you're from. If you're in real estate, I want to hear from you. So I can guide mm-hmm. you where to best work with us or where to best get the information you need to learn about to see what's happening in this industry. Over to you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, 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 that's great. D- David, you mentioned the hotel uh, as one development project in, in your discussion. What is the typical real estate uh, development are you seeing? Uh, is it uh, shopping centers, office complex? What, what, what are you seeing uh, the big investors interested in today? The fastest deals being done are first lien hard money lending for properties to be uh, reconstructed or added on or mm-hmm. need a short-term mm-hmm. loan from six to 18 months. That's where the mm-hmm. most transactions are having, and that business has been around for you know decades. It's just that mm-hmm. that's happening online a little faster, and people are very familiarized. And it's like, well, look, you need to add an addition to your house, or you need to buy it. You bought the land, and the house is mm-hmm. torn apart. We're working with uh, uh, New Orleans and helping to rebuild 150,000 damaged properties from Katrina. There's still 150,000 properties there ruined in, in New Orleans. So, you know, in that scenario, uh, uh, builders come in, they pick up a, la- uh, a ruined house for maybe $15,000, dollars from the, from the state, and they go and say, look, we bought this house, but we got five projects going. We don't have enough cash to build it. So we're seeing a lot of online platforms saying, hey, we'll give you six to 18-month notes because it's a real estate asset. We'll take first lien on it, but when it's finished and you sell it, then you're good. So that's where we're seeing the most transactions, and it makes sense. They're smaller, and they're easy to understand, and the whole real estate property is a first lien for the lender. And the second mm-hmm. area, uh, which is doing well, are you know a lot of these platforms are not always – they're not the main investor in the property. They are all thinking the following. Look, we can't manage 50 investments. That's just too much. So we'd rather partner up with developers that has 20, 30, 40 years history. And if they can only afford, you know, a million out of two and a half million in equity for a deal, we might come in and help them with another half a million or a million. We'll just do a smaller portion of what they need, but they'll be the lead. And that's usually how it goes with most of the platforms. And consequently, those platforms are heavily mostly looking at multifamily properties. That's where we're seeing most of the opportunities. 
because people familiarize with it. You have more tenants, and if you go into rehab, it will have a long history of rehabbing. You also have more, more uh, yeah, diversification in the, in the rent roll and the occupancy, and the value add is mm-hmm. good right away. So that's what we're mm-hmm. seeing today. But there are the groups. There are there is a group or two who's done a hundred million dollar property, which is mm-hmm. you know a couple of groups in New York like I funding and uh, um, uh, Prodigy Networks. They're doing skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. Prodigy's doing their third hundred million dollar skyscraper in New York, and uh, they usually they started out of Miami and Columbia. But they got really good at that development. And who wouldn't want to be able to say, hey, I own a piece of a skyscraper, which is a great bragging rights. Uh, those are anomalies, but we're going to see more of those. And it's fascinating that you know people can actually take down skyscrapers in Manhattan using this technology. So this should inspire mm-hmm. people to start reaching out and saying, wow, can we do this in Thailand or in Zimbabwe? Yes, it's possible anywhere, but... The internet penetration has to be relatively good, and you know they have to be able to understand that it's an investment in building relationships, and you do it online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dave, I have a question coming in uh, here via the chat, and also for the uh, uh, listeners today, if you'd like to call in and ask David a question, you can do so at three four seven three two six nine two nine five. I have a chat uh, question from Joey from Chicago. His question is, I'm, I'm confused over the equity and the real estate. So if I choose to be an investor, am I an equity in, uh, owner of this piece of real estate or am I a lender on this piece of real estate? Uh, good question. David, what do you think? How do we answer it depends. that? Right, and it depends on the deal. Some deals okay. are maybe half a million for the for the debt. Another deal might be uh-huh. the equity. It, it it completely depends on the platform and what their strategy is. One platform only does debt, and they only do half a million to a million dollar notes. Another platform does debt and equity, which they will say, hey, the right deal comes our way, we'll take it down. Uh, or we'll add the money that we need to. So if you're used to doing debt, then you want to look at platforms, and you can find it at Times Realty News, that do debt, and then you can start comparing them. Uh, if you like the equity portion and you want equity, then you look for the platforms that do equity and then educate yourself on it. There's a report on Times Realty News who tracks the top 20 globally in real estate crowdfunding and kind of outlines the differences. So that report will give you quick insight to which platform does that versus equity or both. And then you can decide, well, if I like multifamily homes, which ones do that? And then you might find four or five of them, and that will be, that will be your focus. But I think the easiest thing is to you know, look at that list we have on there and then try to educate yourself from the articles. I mean, we interviewed every CEO uh, mm-hmm. of these companies more than once. We've had them all speak at our conferences. And, uh, you know, they want the word out there, what's happening in the industry. Um, now, you know, so, yeah, hopefully that answers your question, Joey. And actually, we're actually doing an event in Chicago, July, uh, September 16th. The Soul Loft will have a full-day event in Chicago on September 16th that we're going to announce next week because we have a okay. new partner in Chicago. So, Joey, maybe you can make that one. Over to you, Joey. Yeah, that's uh, – did you say uh, September the 16th? Correct. In Chicago? Okay, September 16th, and that's coming, and uh, we'll post that on the website as well. Thank, that was a great question, Joy. Thank you. Uh, David, we have another question, and we've got two minutes before we go to the next break, and this is uh, uh, Carlos from Miami. Uh, in the U.S., what states do you see as the most active in this uh, real estate uh, uh, crowdfunding? Which well, states? Um, the, the, the federal law applies to all the states. So, okay. you know, the platforms are based mainly in D.C., New York, L.A., and San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's where they have their offices. The acquisition mm-hmm. of the real estate, I think a big portion of that uh, is going to be California because a lot of platforms are based in California. And there's more and more coming up in California. I, th- I see the most momentum 
in California between San Diego, LA, and San Francisco, between the VCs, the platforms, the technology, and the you know, and this being one of the largest states in North America. So I would have to say California. Mm-hmm. California, as it relates to the investors and the platforms, is, uh, is that what I'm hearing? I would uh, look the investors of the platforms. Nobody's done the research of the fifty thousand of them where they're from because each platform is done privately. Yeah, The investors from everywhere, yeah. but the investors are from East Coast, West Coast. They're family offices. Yeah, they're all. high net worth individuals, all. and they're all online. But because of some of the platforms being in California, I know that their lists are coming from angel networks. And those angel networks started in California, so consequently, I'm guessing the majority of investors yeah. would be from California because they have those lists. You're going to go mm-hmm. on the break now, right? Uh, we're, we've got about four seconds, and i got a follow-up uh, question. Is How about the deals themselves? What state do you see that's most active in actual real estate deals? And uh, once you think about that, we'll go to break, David, and maybe address it, and we'll come right back. We'll be back with David Drake right after this message. Owners and managers, when your employees complain, customers disappear and business falters. Turn it around by attending my 12 o'clock high leadership process. Hello, Jim White here, creator of 12 O'Clock High. I have enjoyed a very successful career buying failing companies worldwide and turning them around. Now I am offering to teach you how to turn your business around at my 12 O'Clock High Leadership Process, August 8th at the Hayes Mansion in San Jose. Tamara Cole with Creative Design, and I have learned my role as a business owner at the 12 O'Clock High and what my responsibilities are to myself and my fellow colleagues as well. Turn your business around by attending 12 O'Clock High Leadership Process, August 8th at the Hayes Mansion in San Jose. You will walk away with an action plan to increase productivity, improve cash flow, and build a happy and healthy bottom line. Space is limited. Register today at 12high.com. That's the number 12high.com. You will enjoy turning it around with 12 O'Clock High, 12high.com. We're back with David Drake. Dave, before we went to went to break, uh, the question was, do you have any statistics on the actual states that the real estate development is being conducted from these platforms, regardless where the platforms may be? Right. And uh, um, that will be some of the questions we're going to be asking the panelists on uh, Friday okay. next week okay. in San Francisco. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Uh, and uh, look, the single-family properties are less expensive to, and higher volume and easier to find. So, you know, let's say some of these platforms have done up to 60, 70 deals. It, mm-hmm. You know, the deals will probably be multi, most of them will be multifamily. And then on the single-family mm-hmm. homes, there will be the second area of the most uh, activity. And that will fall uh, anywhere from Arizona to California to New York to, uh, to New Orleans and to uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. We have another question here, Dave, and this is from uh, Long Island. Uh, his name is Larry. And Larry's question is, uh, David, you were talking about co-branding Soho Law. Tell me more about that. What What do you mean? How do we How do we co-brand? And uh, he's a uh, he's an architect. And actually, I, that's gonna, I'm going to do a follow up to that because uh, we are doing we do a lot of business with the AIA and architects. So great question here. So how could he become a sponsor, and what would he get as a result? Um. Well, we, we're interviewing and expanding heavily, and uh, we, I want people to just reach out to me by email. A lot of these conversations are okay. um, confidential on the structure yep. that we do. But in essence, if somebody who has a vested interest in real estate in a, any given market, we would mm-hmm. be interested in hearing about their business and mm-hmm. what they do and see if there's a fit mm-hmm. for them to work with us locally. And in essence, they mm-hmm. would kind of benefit from being part of the global, the Soul Loft Media Group, publications, Wall Street mm-hmm. Journal, sponsors, tickets, followers, uh, and, and the corporate communication division that we have. 
so that we might be doing an event in their city and uh, they become the thought leader for their own city. So it is quite exciting Actually. because we have the means of making that happen. Maybe we'll do that with mm -hmm. you, Jim, in Carmel, if you want to do mm -hmm. that one day. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, it's interesting to bring that up. Um, uh, we, we are looking at that, and that's actually one of the things that uh, I was going to chat with you about on Wednesday afternoon, because uh, we just uh, formed a, uh, I'm going to use the word collaboration, because I don't want all the attorneys, my attorneys, every attorney in the world to get all tied up in their knickers over the word joint venture and partnership here. But uh, we work very closely with the small business development centers and one such with the CSUMB, and I think a few years ago, uh, I think you were invited, and as we were trying to uh, bring more crowdfunding awareness to the Monterey Peninsula. Um, and uh, this is one of the, one of the questions that uh, came up uh, just, just yesterday, as I was sharing that I was gonna have you on the show today, is that what we could do in the Monterey Peninsula in order to uh, uh, do into that here. So we look forward to talking to you about that because uh, we're doing, uh, our whole focus is what can we do to create jobs, have an economic impact back to the community. And uh, my opinion is not a better way to do it than be able to put some construction projects in place. Uh, you in agreement? I do agree. And another nice part of this technology online to raise money it allows for other things happening too. You know, Fundrise, mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the leading platforms in the world today. We rate them number one out of D.C. And they have a presence in San Francisco and L.A. They just got $31 million in cash just to open mm -hmm. up offices. They have a nice approach to this too because a lot of the big global, well, big national real estate developer firms have signed up with them specifically because when they, when somebody is doing a retail development, for instance, or or a uh, or a small uh, a mall, a strip mall, they have actually a technology allowing people locally to give their opinion of what kind of store mm -hmm. they would like to see in the development. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. you're giving a voice to the community to say, well, we, we think you should have a shoe store, or we think you should have a mm -hmm. children's store, or we think you should have a grocery store. And we'll even tell you which one we want to see. It, get, it allows mm -hmm. the community a voice to say, don't just come and build and think you know everything. Why don't you just ask us in the community what we want to see? That's another aspect of this. You're kind of empowering the community and you're guaranteeing that they are able to put money where their mouth is and also become the word of mouth uh, advertisers for that real estate deal locally. So in your community, the same thing would happen where – you know, there becomes a two-way conversation before a project is done, and you can get feedback. And you can even potentially allow investors to come in, not because you need the money, but maybe because you want their word of mouth, and you want the community to be talking about it, and you want the community to be embracing what you want to do. Fundraise done, there were mm -hmm. a couple of properties that will be run down in Washington, D.C. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they'll go to the landlord and say, hey, you get a house that's a multifamily property and it's been empty for the last 10 years and run down. Why don't we help mm -hmm. you raise money from the community, let the community say what they'd like to see, and we'll raise the money, and then we'll go in and reposition your property. So that is another aspect that the big shops, the big developers, the biggest in the world like. They like that fact because it kind of guarantees uh, proof of concept for their investors mm -hmm. and the projects and the tenants mm -hmm. they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I look forward to talking about that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a concept. Ask the community what they would like, and then you'd uh, <laughs> involve them, and then you'll have less uh, people standing in line at the planning commissions and saying what you can't do if you can involve them in the process. That's great, David. I love that. Exactly. Right, right. And, you know, that's what these platforms are starting to solve, which is very nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I tell you. The overall space and this whole concept, and, and, and I know uh, through the media, and I know you're a strong voice with Forbes and Reuters and Wall Street Journal and all of your partnerships that you've done in Europe and EC, and uh, this is what I want our listeners to really recognize. You've been trying the globe for a lot of years now promoting 
and trying to explain and bringing people together to really understand how they can get access to capital and and have investors, how they can get uh, put their money out because uh, money is nothing more than just energy. If it's not working, it's useless, right? So uh, my hat's off to you, my friend, for what you've been doing in the past few years because I know you've been relentless on, on this, uh, this, this whole process, and I love it. Love yeah. it, love it, love yeah. it, love it. Um, yeah, you've seen, you've got, seen me travel yeah, every other day around the globe. <laughs> yeah, you've seen me travel around the globe every other day for the last three days, for three years. My auto uh, response vacation notification, something my family enjoys, mom and dad back in Stockholm like to see where I am, shows that I'm in a different right. city literally every other day. But that's what I've done. I've, I actually travel around the world because we do have a lot of uh, wealthy families that we work with that I need to visit. But I also interviewed people in different countries and in different mm-hmm. regions of the world, uh, continents, mm-hmm. to see how they structure their financial and regulatory landscape and see what they are allowed to do that we can't or what we can do that they haven't thought about. So I've looked for the best practices globally while I travel. Mm-hmm. And I interviewed them. You know, I spoke at Parliament in London just last October um, with um, some of the uh, parliamentarians, and I spoke at the, the, uh, at the European Union and in Brussels and Rome in a, an official manner with the U.S. Uh, Commerce Department. And we're starting to see best practices all over the place, and uh, that allows us to be good global strategists to say, this is what's happening, and this is a good solution, whether you're in Switzerland or in South America, or South Africa, or India, or China. But obviously, we see a lot of interest in China, and they're really mm-hmm. hot on this, especially since Renren, a Chinese technology company, was one of the major investors into Fundrise, $31 million a month and a half ago. Um, that shows that they know that this is huge, and they want a foothold with the best platforms as it this takes off really fast. So that's very interesting. I'm sure that they're mm-hmm. planning on taking that to China one day, I'm pretty confident that's part of their plan. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it allowed me to see what's happening globally uh, and also influenced the European Union and the, the U.S. Commerce Department and uh, talk and advise the White House on what's happening and where things are going and what the trends are. So that's been very helpful. And I'm glad, you, you know, that you followed me and we have a lot of people reading our articles. I'm now writing for Huffington Post and Entrepreneur.com as well and Wall Street Journal, obviously, mm-hmm. is my favorite. Uh, so we try mm-hmm. to get the word out there. We want to educate people. And another portion of this business has been that we, we decided that the publication division that we have called Times Impact Publication is something that we want to focus on. Funding has a social impact uh, as yeah, qualified mm-hmm. as a leading impact investing category. So, you know, we're also working with women investing in uh, women-owned companies conferences, love and we're it, talking love about it, love it. women investor organizations to talk about social impact for them as well, even though it's not in crowdfunding, but the impact of it. And I'm on the impact uh, committee for the European Business Angel Network that's actually doubled from 4 to $8 billion in investments in just three years. And they want to double again to $17 billion. And for everybody who's listening, $17 billion, that's a doubling every three years for six years for European Union. If they make that, they're going to be just at the heels of the U.S. Uh, angel business investments of around 22 to $25 billion. And that's very impressive that you see such a growth in Europe for business angels, which I think is fascinating. But, you know, we can go into conversation about that industry in a separate time. Um, I don't think uh, crowdfunding for real estate has taken off anywhere else like it does in the U.S. Normally, mm-hmm. most of the time, financial mm-hmm. innovation, if, doesn't, if it doesn't start in the U.S., a lot of them end up in the U.S. throughout the life cycle mm-hmm. of a, uh, the growth of a company. And we've seen a lot of platforms mm-hmm. move to the U.S., but the U.S. is taking mm-hmm. the lead here, and it's fascinating to follow. And they're doing deals every day. I mean, things are going down really fast. And uh, they're all seeking more and more media exposure, which puts my investment in a good position. I try to get mm-hmm. some exposure because I want to educate the world on what's happening. Over to you, Jim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love I, I I love the information. I love and and one thing is really 
close to my heart is women-owned businesses. I have been focusing in women-owned businesses for a lot of years, and uh, for the past six months, we have a whole new initiative going in that area, David, and it was one of my thoughts is to introduce the uh, women entrepreneurs to this particular platform. And to that end, I am doing an event in uh, Carmel and the Highlands, uh, August the 22nd and the 23rd, where I get 18 uh, top women from the Central Coast that we're going to be there two-day immersing ourselves in um, what it takes to be successful and running a business and alternative finance. So you just gave me a different idea to just kind of insert uh, this crowdfunded in, into the discussion as well. So uh, thank you for that idea. And I, 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 I I love what I love everything that you're doing and everything you're saying. Okay, we got about ten minutes left in the show, and I got uh, uh, let me see one, two, three, four, five, seven questions. Let me see if I can get through most of them before we go to the next uh, next break, which is at uh, four before the hour. Um, this is from uh, actually an uh, architect friend of mine, and his name is Richard. And Richard, good to hear from you. And he's in Santa Clara. Uh, he says, I've been listening to the show. Great information. Uh, I got a great idea. What could I do marketing to my AIA services and say if I went to the client and say, hey, here's a platform and I could do a turnkey to offer financing. Interesting concept. Your thoughts on that, David? Um, I think this is also beneficial for me to hear this because I, oh, I wasn't even thinking about AIA. But you're right. Um, you know, for the next Friday event, tickets are almost $1,000. So the people who buy tickets, they have a lot of money. And an architect would be in a phenomenal position if they can be a thought leader in their city. I, agree. I would recommend to your friend, Richard, to email me, and we'll help him to do that in his city. We want to do, you know, two to four conferences in Santa Clara, in your area, in any given area in the world, and we're interviewing people to be the face of the solar loft doing these events locally. And the content is what is captivating. And, Richard, you're right. If you work with us and, the, and if it fits, obviously all the developers and all the money in your region are going to want to show up because you're showing them a brand new opportunity that history has never had before, allowing people yeah. to be raising additional funds for additional projects. So, yes, I do welcome that. And um, maybe mm -hmm. you, yeah. Jim, and I can put together an article and uh, see if we can't get it to AIA because it seems that the architects out there, they get this, and they're like, wow, this is phenomenal. Because a lot of your projects won't get off the ground until they're completely financed. And you know your clients, that they would do more projects hiring you if they had more money. Crowdfunding for real estate right. is a venue right. as such. So that opens right. up my eyes and says, okay, you seem to have a lot of architects replying here. Great. I want to yeah. talk to all of you. Yeah. That's David yes. at VictoriaGlobal.co. Yeah, I, I think I think it's great. And, and actually, I'm doing an event in uh, New York for the AIA members in October. So you and I just, uh, will discuss it and see how we can add on to that uh, thing that we're doing for some architects in New York and in the city. Do it in Manhattan. Um, this is just great stuff. And another question uh, coming from uh, Pamela. Uh, Pamela is from San Francisco. Uh, her question is, uh, I'm not sure, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it. I'm not gonna edit it. Uh, Draper University. How did you get involved in Draper? I think David uh, made a uh, reference to his involvement. Didn't you say one of the, uh, the people who attended your conference? And I'm not sure where this question is going, but I'm just asking oh, it. Why? Oh, <laughs> I haven't okay. a clue, but I asked the question. Yeah, we do 200 events a year, 90% of them in North America, and they're all focused on investors, whether it's institutional mm -hmm. investors, family offices, pension funds, private equity, hedge funds, et cetera, et cetera. I've been involved with all of that, those businesses for the last two decades. So we do the, mm -hmm. uh, the events across the board for all the different uh, groups, and obviously – We've had probably 90% of every venture capital firm and every 
business angel group in North America speaking at our events. So Tim Draper mm-hmm. spoke and sponsored the event February 4th. Nice. And some of yeah. our syndication investors actually did a deal with him. We invested uh, and put some money into a deal that he had. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're doing another one. And we've worked with uh, Draper University in the past as well. So it's personal mm-hmm. relationships. It comes down to okay. personal relationships. Yeah. And I'm going to do a follow-up on that, on that comment of personal relationships uh, uh, for all of our listeners. And we have, we're fortunate to have a pretty good uh, following globally. But David said something earlier on in the discussion, and it was about building relationships, networking, go to this event. Do not think that you're going to throw a business plan on a platform and people are going to be standing at your front door unless they know who you are. There are no quick fixes or no cutting in line. You've got to do the work. Uh, David, your thoughts? Look, we saw the same thing with the crowdfunding industry like Kickstarter four years ago. People went online, they put something up, nothing happened, and they got destroyed. Now, the industry has evolved in crowdfunding that's not equity, just donations, that now Mm -hmm. people realize that you have to push the people you know. You have to have several things happening at the same time. Look, let's put it this way. you decide to record a video of yourself and put it on your site, not much will happen because nobody's coming maybe to your site in the first place, right? right. So you have to use an right. ecosystem to drive people, buy traffic, quote it, get noticed, speak, and show up. It's an ecosystem approach. You do one or two things, most of the time nothing will happen because you need to have about one out of three people whispering your name. And you do that mm-hmm. when you show up at a conference you speak. You do that when you're in the articles. You do that when you're on radio. You do that when you're on TV. And if mm-hmm. you can get all of that together, you'll be successful. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Same thing with crowdfunding real estate. You have to have the media uh, approach. You have to have a voice with the crowd that you want. So if you don't have a voice, that's where our corporate communication comes in. We give you a voice to communicate with the people that know you and to communicate with people that don't know you through various mm-hmm. different channels. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to give you a summary, you know, how do you succeed in crowdfunding of any kind? What I've told people, this is the secret sauce. Find 20 bloggers who have half a million readers and convince those 20 bloggers to write about you the first week mm-hmm. of your campaign. And mm-hmm. then you will be able to raise millions because you have 20 times half a million Wow, you know, you got mm-hmm. about 10 million people listening to that. And at the same week, that means one out of three will have heard of it almost in your social network mm-hmm. two, three degrees down. So mm-hmm. you have a combination of all of this, whether it's real estate yeah. or anything else, that's the key of crowdfunding. You need the crowd to be talking about you intensely, quickly on. And those campaigns have raised easily $100,000 left and right that have accomplished that. That's not only 20 mm-hmm. bloggers. You might want to have you know, 10 journalists as well, and you might want to show up at, you know, one or two, three, four conferences and speak on a panel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a combination mm-hmm. of all of it. The people notice you and start comparing you to others, and that's what we mm-hmm. have the, the, the task of doing because we're the only – well, Times Real News is the only publication in the world covering crowdfunding and real estate today exclusively. That's mm-hmm. all we do. Mm-hmm. So we know the space, and we can make that comparison for the readers coming there. Over to you, Jim. Great, great information. Uh, every time we have an opportunity to have a conversation, David, just flies. We got uh, about 90 seconds left in the show today, and uh, I've been told in my left ear we've got 50 seconds left. Uh, parting words, websites, what uh, people can find you again, and we're going to wrap up for the day. And, David, thank you for taking you Saturday morning, and I will see you Wednesday. So, uh Parting websites that you'd like to give? Uh, yes, timesrealtynews.com. That will allow you to educate yourself on what's happening globally. I suggest you sign up for the free newsletter there as well. And you'll see the details of the event next week and all the real estate events focused on this. Uh, reaching me directly, I would just say email me at david at victoriaglobal.co. 
That's coanup.com. And uh, hopefully I'll hear from some of the readers there, our listeners, and I look forward to uh, expanding on these conversations with you privately, Jim, later next week. Thank you. I'll see you next week. David, you have a great day, and we'll talk to you later. You're the best, Jim. Thanks. Goodbye. Thank you. You've been listening to Jim White's Circle of Success Radio. Please visit our website, jlwhiteinternational.com. Join us next time as Jim White brings it all together on Jim White's Circle of Success Radio.